The following is my conversation with Vitalik Buterin. He's one of the most important people in the blockchain industry and founder of Ethereum. We discuss his early days, how he became interested in cryptocurrency and blockchains and his work on Ethereum. I hope you enjoy our discussion. Brought to you by Lori's Halters, the world's leading supplier of truck halters. We know that when it comes to keeping your cargo safe and secure, you need the best there is. So we offer a variety of high quality, affordable truck halters that are sure to meet your needs. Visit our website today to learn more. Thanks for supporting Lexman Artificial. Hey everyone, this is Lexman. And today on the podcast, we're going to be interviewing Vitalik Buterin. A lot of people might not know who he is, but he's definitely one of the most important people in the blockchain industry. He founded Ethereum, which is one of the most popular blockchain platforms out there. Mm-hmm. He also has a pretty significant name in the cryptocurrency world. So yeah, I think it would be a good idea for us to start by talking about his early days. So let's jump right into it. So I started coding when I was 10 years old and uh, I started writing my own code for fun, but then eventually I started feeling like I could make a difference and I could actually do something people would use. And at the time there weren't really any good tools for building decentralized applications. So I decided to build one. And that's how Ethereum came about. So that's really interesting. So you started off actually building things that people might actually use. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think a lot of people don't really consider when they're starting out. They just kind of build whatever they want. And then later on, they realize that maybe there are other people who might actually use it. Yeah, I think that's definitely important to remember, especially if you're trying to build something that has a real impact and that people will actually be using in the long run. Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of times people just kind of build things for themselves, which is okay. But more often than not, they never end up getting used. Whereas if somebody else is actually using it, then it's sort of like a validation of sorts. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the key things uh, to be able to build something with the sole purpose of making it usable by other people, because otherwise it's just a waste of time. Yeah, definitely. So your early days were definitely pretty important in terms of setting the groundwork for what Ethereum would become later on. Absolutely. It was really fun to start out with and then see it grow from there. So what do you think are some of the key factors that led to Ethereum's success? I think one of the key factors is definitely the fact that it was built from the ground up as a decentralized application platform. Nobody else was doing that at the time. And I think that was really important because it gave it an edge over a lot of the other cryptocurrencies out there. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. A lot of the other cryptocurrencies were built on top of Bitcoin, which is obviously an amazing platform, but it's not necessarily decentralized. Whereas uh, Ethereum was completely separate and that gave it a lot more potential in terms of growth and adoption. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. And also, I think it was really important to have the constant innovation cycle with Ethereum because it allowed us to keep up with the latest trends and changes in the blockchain world. That way, we were always one step ahead of everyone else and could capitalize on any opportunities that came up. So you've been involved in the blockchain industry for a pretty long time now, huh? Yeah, I started even earlier than Ethereum did, actually. I started working on blockchain technology back in 2013 when Bitcoin was still relatively new and no one really understood what it was all about. So yeah, my involvement has been pretty continuous since then. That's awesome. So you've been working on this stuff for quite some time now, which must make things a little bit more straightforward than when you started out. Yeah, definitely. One of the biggest things I learned early on is that there is no such thing as perfect solutions. Everything is always evolving and changing. So you have to be constantly iterating and evolving your ideas too in order to stay ahead of the curve. Otherwise, you'll eventually fall behind and lose some of your market share. 
That's definitely true. And I think it's important to remember that even if you're working on something that is sort of niche or doesn't have a lot of exposure yet, that doesn't mean it won't eventually become popular. All it takes is for somebody to find a use for it and then people will start using it. Absolutely. That's one of the key things to constantly be thinking about how your technology can be put to use by other people and how you can help make the world a little bit better in the process. Absolutely. So what do you have planned for the future with Ethereum? I'm actually very excited about the future of Ethereum because we're currently working on a new update called Casper, which is going to be really important in terms of scaling the network down and improving security. And then we also have a new platform called Metropolis, which is going to be really important in terms of moving from the proof-of-work consensus algorithm to a newer proof-of-stake algorithm. So there's a lot going on with Ethereum, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how everything plays out in the future. That sounds like it's going to be really important. So do you have any final words of advice for people who are interested in getting started and getting started in the blockchain industry? Just keep your head down and don't give up. Things will eventually work out if you keep working hard. And of course, always be open to feedback and suggestions because that's how you can improve your ideas and make them even better. Awesome. Uh, so that's all for this episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave them below or on the corresponding social media post. Until next time, thank you for listening. Hey, everyone. Today, Vitalik will read a poem for us called Kakshai. Kakshai, Kakshai. You are the only one I want to touch. All others feel like bruises. Mm -hmm. Even my own cock feels nothing. I can't help but laugh at myself. Mm -hmm. I can't help but laugh at myself. But I guess that's simply me. Loves to laugh even at themselves. Mm.